This is dialed into headlines for November 14th. From the Washington Post, the House is set to vote on a bill tomorrow that would prevent a government shutdown on Saturday. Speaker Mike Johnson faces a crucial test as he tries to navigate competing demands within his party. The bill proposes funding for some government departments until mid-January and the rest until early February. It does not include spending cuts or policy changes preferred by Republican hardliners. To pass the bill, Johnson is seeking a suspension of the rules, which requires two-thirds support from the House. If successful, the stopgap measure is expected to clear the Senate with support from Majority Leader Schumer and Minority Leader McConnell. From Reuters, Tens of thousands of demonstrators gathered in Washington on November 14th for a March for Israel to show solidarity in its war with Hamas and denounce rising anti-Semitism. The protest took place on the National Mall with heightened security measures. Organizers estimated that 200,000 people attended to demand the release of hostages, condemn anti-Semitic violence, and show support for Israel. The conflict has led to a rise in anti-Semitic and Islamophobic incidents in the United States. Supporters held signs with the names of people kidnapped by Hamas, while others chanted for their return. Former Soviet dissident Natan Sharansky urged the crowd to fight for Israel. The Biden administration has called for pauses in the fighting for civilians to relocate and for humanitarian aid to enter Gaza. Senators and members of the House of Representatives attended the pro-Israel rally, emphasizing support for Israel in Congress. Authorities implemented increased security measures for the demonstration. A small counter-demonstration by Orthodox Jews from the anti-Zionist group Neturei Karta was also observed. From CNN, the UN Human Rights Agency warns of hundreds of thousands of civilians trapped in Gaza City, with their pleas for help going unanswered. The Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, OHCHR, stated that civilians are unable to move due to Israeli troops and ongoing battles. Reports indicate people trapped in collapsed buildings, asking for assistance, but losing contact. Those with disabilities and rehabilitation centers claim they are not receiving evacuation support or humanitarian aid. OHCHR calls for urgent humanitarian access and sufficient time for safe evacuations. Hospital evacuations must prioritize the safety and proper care of patients, medical staff, and civilians, per OHCHR. From CNN, Los Angeles. Governor Gavin Newsom announced that the closed portion of Interstate 10, damaged by a recent fire, will be repaired and reopened in three to five weeks. The fire is believed to have been caused by arson, and investigators are still determining who is responsible. The closure of this freeway has caused major traffic disruptions, impacting over 300,000 drivers daily. Governor Newsom stated that the affected section of the freeway will not need to be replaced, allowing for faster repairs. The freeway may partially reopen during the construction period. The closure has led to disruptions in school bus routes and local businesses. California has declared a state of emergency for Los Angeles County due to the economic impact and safety concerns caused by the closure. Investigators have confidently determined that the fire was intentionally set and are asking for video or information from the public to aid in the investigation. The freeway bridge is not at risk of collapsing, according to transportation officials, who have inspected the damaged area. Structural engineers will analyze samples to determine the necessary repairs. The leaseholder of the property where the fire started, Apex Development, 
has been accused by Newsom of being in violation of the lease. The state has been in a legal battle with Apex for some time. The cleanup of the site will be completed by the end of the week, and inspections of other similar leases throughout the state are being conducted. From ABC News, GOP lawmaker Tim Burchett claims Kevin McCarthy elbowed him after a House GOP meeting on Tuesday morning. Burchett, who voted to oust McCarthy from the speakership last month, said it was a deliberate cheap shot to his kidneys. McCarthy denied the encounter, per an NPR reporter who witnessed part of it. Burchett alleges that McCarthy walked behind him when speaking to the NPR reporter and intentionally put his elbow into his back, causing him to chase after McCarthy. Burchett confronted McCarthy, who denied elbowing him, leading Burchett to say, You got no guts, you did so. Dialed In is written and read by Artificial Intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though.